Welcome to Ordinary to Badass, episode number 326. In this episode, you're going to hear from Hillary DeCesar, and she is going to share all about what to do in business when you want to do a relaunch. So we're going to talk about that and then personal growth and creating your own badass journal. If you don't have one of those, you need one. So stay tuned to hear why. And then you're also going to hear an incredible story about her experience with Diana Ross. If you've ever wanted to manifest, listen to this because it's for you. It's a good one. Um, So we get into all that good stuff. So stay tuned. You're not going to want to miss this. Before we get there, let's talk a little bit. So recently I went to uh, an event in Austin, Texas, and it was awesome. And I love events. I love things that like bring your spirits up or renew your energy, that kind of thing. Totally into it. But here's the thing. You're the expert of your own life. I feel like so often we go to these things looking for answers or it's not just an event, right? It's different things. Maybe at your work there, they offer different courses or different teachings that you can learn from, but we go there looking for somebody to tell us all the answers when you already know the answers from within. Now I'm not discouraging you to learn because I'm a lifelong learner. I love learning. And so it's important, but what's more important is that you're listening to your voice. You're listening to your inner knowing. The things that just like you know within you without a shadow of doubt, you listen to those things or make space so you can hear it. Like when your inner knowing or your inner being is talking to you, make space so that you can hear it. And I guess I just bring that up because I think it's so easy to get drowned out in all the noise, get drowned out with everybody around us and listen to what everybody around us is saying, and forget what we actually think, what we actually believe. We forget to take that into account. We're like, what do you think I should do? What do you think I should do? What do you think I should do? Well, is that actually helping us? Oftentimes, we ask a question, even though we already know in our gut what we should do. So I just want to encourage you, embrace your inner badass. Listen to her right? When she's talking to you, listen to her. You know what you want. You know what you deserve. Sometimes it's just a matter of uncovering it and sticking with it, right? So embrace your badass, stick with those little gut intuitions, nudges that you get, and listen to that instead of listening to everybody around you. So remember, you're a badass. Now let's get to the episode. Be confident, be bold, be authentic, but don't forget to take action. This is Ordinary to Badass, where our stories empower women to step into the spotlight of their own lives and pursue what they're truly passionate about. It's time to step into the arena and become more than just extraordinary. It's time to become a badass with your host, Marie Sonneman. Welcome to Ordinary to Badass. Whether you're ordinary or badass, I am so glad you're here. Today's guest is Hillary DeCesar. Hillary, thank you so much for being here. Excited to have you on the show. 
Marie, I am beyond excited. As I've just told you before we hit the the record button, this is this is going to be off the charts. <laughs> agreed, agreed. So before we go any further, I've got to ask you, do you consider yourself ordinary or badass? Ooh, so badass. And at the end, I hope everyone's like, that is just a badass dame right there. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love when people just own their badassery. So I like that badassery. That's a good one too. <laughs> so have you always felt like a badass? <laughs> now that's a loaded question. Uh, the answer would be no. Um, I started my company, The Relaunch Co., because of all the relaunches where I was far from badass. And relaunch to me is, you know, all those transitions that we go through. And we have three different types of relaunches that we talk about. We talk about global relaunches, the pandemic, um, wars, crisis, natural disasters. And then we have business relaunches where you're trying to relaunch into a different direction. You're trying to scale your business from a certain level and there's always gates. You're trying to figure out your career. Is this really right for you? Is this you know truly aligned with purpose and passion? And then you've got your individual personal relaunches. And I think that that question really ties into the concept that um, I came up with, uh, God, I've been, I've been, I've been coaching and running businesses for over 23 years, and came out of the Silicon Valley, uh, where I was in a high tech world for 10 years at the Big Bad Oracle. And I think that when I think about personal relaunches, and I look at how a relaunch can hit you today. Relaunch can hit you tomorrow, the next day, but I know it will hit you. And when I added them all up, I have had probably about significant relaunches, about 23. And when I talk significant, and by the way, everyone's like, relaunches, these are positives. Yeah, they're positive relaunches too, and the negative ones, right? So the positive ones could be, you know, you got married. You got accepted into a program, a school, you ended up, you know, getting something in your in your life that you were so excited about. Great relaunches. Then there are the negative ones where such as, you know, I had melanoma, um, lost my grandparents in a terrible car crash, had a business uh, board member uh, actually take down my company and he ended up doing a Ponzi scheme, went to federal prison. I mean, bad stuff. And then, uh, right when I, I was writing a book about my mom who passed with colon cancer and two days before I was launching my book, my dad died. And it's just like, these are relaunches. These are things that set you in a new direction. They, they catapult you forward. And, when you think about the personal relaunch so many times you can't get to that place of you know and i'm sure you've heard the the people that shout from the stages love your life love yourself love your business love your kids love 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 and it's like i can't i don't even love myself right now how do i go from where i am self-sabotage where i am i don't feel so great about me to loving myself and so i went down this this path to create a very you know awesome framework 
that is 3HQ, the head, the heart, the higher self. And I really believe that that's, that's the future. That's the future of where we need to go. And it's the future of the successful relaunches that we'll all have. So for you, was it one of these relaunches that made you feel like a badass or was it after you had a series of them? Yeah. So I would say that with every relaunch and there were times where I'm flat on, Hey, everybody flat on my back on a twin bed feeling like, can I go any lower than this? And you know what? Never ask that question because the universe will be like, Oh yeah, you can go lower. It's possible. But then it's the bounce back. It's the relaunch that happens. And in those moments, all of a sudden you create the next thing. And I look at, you know, the badass part of it. And in every one of the, you know, the negatives, the, the negative relaunches that happened, there were badass moments. And it's those that I like to, when I, when I go through my process of 3HQ, it's those that I like to highlight because that's what builds the foundation. And when we think about how many negative thoughts we have each day, right? And I just wrote a book on, called Relaunch Spark Your Heart to Ignite Your Life. And my publisher was New Degree Press and they're very academic based. So I'm writing this book and I come out with 60 to 80,000 thoughts we have each day. And my editor said, oh, okay, well, you know, where, do, where is that? Where's that written? Where is that? Where can we cite that? I'm like, oh, this is no big deal because every one of my mentors has always said this. I've never truly gone and validated it until the book. I've had to validate every single thing I've ever said. And lo and behold, came up with, oh my gosh, neuroscience is advancing like AI at rocket speed right now. And we don't have 60 to 80 thousand thoughts a day. We have 6,250 approximate. And out of those 6,250 thoughts, about 85% are negative, are negative. So it makes sense that when I said relaunches, we go right to the negative ones, right? But for every three, three, you need three positive thoughts to counterbalance one negative thought three. So what I like to do is those badass moments. I mean, for everyone listening out there over, you know, whatever you're coming into three day weekend, two day weekend, whatever, give yourself a chance to get that badass journal out, literally write badass journal on the front and write down every, and I always say, take it from the decade you're in. Cause sometimes that's easier than remember how badass you were when you were, you know, in your teens, and take it generally, like literally decade by decade, right? And then I, I was about to say, and then start doing it from the generations because you've got badass women and badass men that came before you and start to put all those stories down because that's what we have to continue to focus on as we go forward. So I love the, the whole badass. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back and put scratch out my journal name and just write my badass journal nice (laughs) no but I think what you're saying is so important because we have these things that we overcome in our life and it's like whether they're negative whether they're positive but we get through it 
and we feel like a badass, but then we forget like in the long run or in those down moments when we're feeling really crappy, we forget yeah. like, oh, wait, I've overcome this and this and that, you know, and right. it helps us to get out of our head if we have a story to go back to or mm-hmm. like a journal to go back and look at and to see like, oh, yeah, I have done things. I, I think that's really helpful. No doubt, Maria. It's so important because we do get caught up, especially have you ever have you ever found this to be? those listening, please think about this. You start to get hit with one relaunch. Might be small, might be like, ugh, there we go again. Might be something in your business. It might be, you know, family situation. And then something else hits you. And then something else. And all of a sudden you're on this relaunch roller coaster. You're up, you're down, you're like, and then you're finally like, can we just stop? Like, no more. I can't handle any more. Like, stop. And the thing is, is that it's so important to actually like, there's a great, there's a great YouTube video and it is, um, oh my gosh, Bob Newhart. Do you remember Bob Newhart? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And I think it's called stop, like stop it, stop it. And it's the classic and everyone has to go Google it when we're done. Um, and what he does is he has this patient that walks in and she's like, you know, I've got all these problems da, 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 da. and he's already told her like, this is how much this session's going to cost, whether you stay the whole time or whether you're done in a minute. And so she's sitting there and I'm not going to blow the whole thing, but you know, basically that it's just like, we have to just stop. We have to stop this. It's like my daughter, when she was um, in high school, she used to get migraines and they always talk about with migraines you've got to like break the cycle that's how you stop the migraine you got to like because migraines build on each other get one then another then another so you have to literally break the cycle and sometimes we have to use that stop like put that red stop sign up put the hand up as i'm doing i don't know if people can see us but i'm putting my hand up and just saying stop like enough and i call it in the book the pause principle. And it's this moment in time where you just kind of like are between worlds. You're between the crappy stuff. You're, you know that there's silver linings. And I have a um, podcast called the relaunch podcast. And it used to be called when I, my, in my first season, I called it the silver lined relaunch. And Marie, it's so interesting because either on camera or off camera, I would say to my guest, and these guests have been through everything. I mean, one was zipped up in a body bag and it's like, Hey, I'm not dead yet. Another, you know, we've had like the worst things that you can imagine. I always ask if you could go back and change what happened to you, would you? And out of, I think I'm now up to, I've recorded over 200, not one person, and and trust me when I say I have had the world, like things that you're like, what? You wouldn't like go back and say, I never want that to happen. No, because there's a learning lesson that has always occurred. There's how you are who you are today. I mean, I, I read your incredible profile and, you know, as a police officer and, you know, what it means to now move in. Would you go back and redo that? Would you go back and do something different? You know, it's so interesting because that's who you are. You are who you are. And I love the analogies that you use 
because of those situations that you had. And so how do we reframe, I call it a relaunch flip, what we have viewed in the past, even my divorce, you know, divorce with three little kids, you know, nobody wants that. Nobody wants to think that that's what's going to happen to their marriage. But seven, and I was single for seven years, seven years later, during one of the worst relaunches of my life, I met my husband E and he, he, I, I did, I did what I do. I did what the three HQ, I actually incorporated this. So, you know, ladies, if you're out here listening, men, if you happen to like, you know, be listening to understand that wherever you are, three HQ, this process can be the silver bullet for you. It can. Yes. I want to dig in so much further. But first, will you tell us a little bit about yourself? Ah, yeah. Oh, that little thing. So I've already said, you know, I grew up in the Silicon Valley. It was a um, definitely a man's world. So I had to become kind of that that badass um, from the beginning. I was even labeled like a pit bull. That's always a nice one, right? That's what you want to be like called. Um, and from there, after 10 years, I really realized that it was not, yes, I was, I was crushing it. I mean, seven figures consistently, but it was so not where I was in my own. I call it the, the G zone, your great zone, your gratitude zone, your, your like zone where your growth is happening. And I left that world and started to, I got a very fortunate um, opportunity with the president of Oracle who had left to go to a venture uh, fund called Kleiner Perkins, one of the top VCs out there. And he called me up and said, hey, would you coach our CEOs, our entrepreneurs, and help them scale their businesses? Again, during those days, everyone, it was called consulting. <laughs> now it's called coaching. Um, and that's where I really earned my stripes. I helped these uh, people, men and women, kind of level up their businesses. And I got the bug. I got the bug when I was going through a divorce. I'm like, I need to start my own business. It was during that time of massive cyberbullying online. So I became, I uh, created a company around keeping kids safe online, um, around you know the safety aspect, and grew that we did have an acquisition offer, and then. It was during that next phase where all of a sudden, you know, more relaunches happened and the lessons I've learned only added more value to how I, how I look at my coaching today, right? And leveling people up. And what happened during this time as I've, I've had now four companies, I grew into where I am now, right? And I often talk with the three HQ, higher self. You've heard that head, heart, higher self. The higher self is really that best version of you. Well, let me tell you, anything like higher self when I was in Oracle, I would have been laughed at. I would have been like, you are cuckoo for Cocoa Pops. You're like, so not. And now today, I'm like, who knew woo could be so good for you? Like, there's so much goodness there. It's like stop, <laughs> remember that whole stop and embrace because you've got 
at the higher self, that best version of you, you've got a wise woman inside of you that you may be hearing a little bit, hearing this like mm, intuitive, like, mm, and you're like, oh, pushing it away, pushing it away. But my goal is to have you start listening and then impacting every area of your life because you are listening to that wise woman that is your biggest tool. Forget about all the other like sales tools and lead generation tools and you know everything that's out there. This is your most important tool. And there's a process that it, 3HQ is something that it, it's something for life. All right, you're gonna use it in business, you're gonna be you know, personal, professional. But there is, and, and when I first came up with it, it's like, oh, but Hillary, this involves your courses, this involves like, you know, how do I use it? I want everyone said, everyone wants the, you know, like I said, the silver bullet, everyone wants like, give it to me fast, you know, like a, a spoonful of sugar, right? Makes the medicine go, you know, go down. And so I came up with a tune in process because so many of us tune out when we're having relaunches, tune out to anything that's like, oh God, uncomfortable. You're feeling stuck, you're overwhelmed, you're underwhelmed. And it's a four-step process that I would love to actually take you through if you're okay with it, Marie. Are you okay with like me kind of coaching you through this system so that everyone can literally start to use it today? Yes. But before we get into that, I want to hit on this part you talked about listening. I think it can be so hard to just listen to what we want. And it's a society like, go, go, go. You just got to hammer it out. You got to do stuff. How do you get away from like the all in pit bull to being, to listening more to your heart and to your intuition? Ooh, okay. I, do you ever play golf? You literally just teed, you just teed up the ball for me. Like literally I'm like, okay, so good. All right. So it is so hard to listen and it is so much easier to tune out. And for so many people, we think about we think about perhaps intuition and maybe in the past you've tried to listen and it didn't work out for you okay so can i give you a very quick story yeah go for it and i haven't it's so funny i, I barely have shared this story it's not in my book but my mom god love her she passed about 3 years ago and um every woman in my family lived into their hundreds every single one. So our identity was literally mapped to being in our hundreds, hundreds, not hundreds, but like 100, 101 to 107. So as you know, a woman, I hit 50. And I believed I was in my mid zone, like literally the middle place, because I'm going to live to 100. And all of a sudden, my sweet mom, we call her Juju Bean, Juju got colon cancer stage four. And four days after my 50th birthday, she called and said, Hillary, I've got 13 lesions. And she was at my birthday. She, you never would have even imagined that she was sick. And one year later, she passed. But during this time, she had, she was a fighter, really big fighter. And I told you when we, before we started, she was also a volunteer police officer. 
And it was one of her biggest pride and joy of going in and, you know, I'm going in with my, my bros, my bros today. And this group, there were quite a few men. So it was, and they all like love my mom. And so she was a huge Diana Ross fan. And when I was growing up, Diana Ross was always playing over and over and over. And those days it was the vinyl records. Those days it was the A-track tape. You, you name it, you know, the VHS where you put that big sucker in there and it, you know, plays over and over. So there were, you know, Ain't No Mountain High Enough. There was like all these great songs. Well, my mom had never met Diana Ross, had never had an opportunity to go and meet her. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to literally make this happen. And I set an intention and I thought I'm going to make, you know, I'm going to have my mom meet this woman and somehow they're going to connect. So I start to reach out. I don't tell my mom I'm doing this. I start to reach out and there happens to be a concert in Las Vegas. I'm like, oh my God, this is so great. So I then start to think, well, how do I get, how do I even start to do this? So I reach out to everybody I know. And I get like, you know, it's like dot to dot. Everybody, well, you should talk to this person, talk to this. And every single person I talked to, I ended up coming up with, Diana Ross doesn't meet people backstage. She doesn't do that anymore. Like she does not want to, you know, be face to face with anyone. And I'm like, that's not going to work for me. That is not going to work. So fast forward, I have no idea. I don't know the how it's going to happen, but I'm dragging my mom to this Diana Ross. And by the way, she has a cane. You know, we're like, I'm dragging her there. At this point, we hadn't gotten any results of the, you know, the final stuff that came in, but she is lit up. And it ends up that we are, you know, I made sure to get like a a row like at the end of the row so we were right in the middle we weren't we weren't very close we were kind of halfway back but when i got there i took everything i have ever learned in my sales background and i knew rapport building i knew energy work i knew all these things and so i started to focus in on diana ross and I started to do, you know, what, what people call my magic. And I teach these things, but I started to absolutely look at her when she touched her big hair. I touched my hair when she touched her face. I touched my face and I kept doing this. And I kept thinking, you're going to meet my mom. You're going to meet my mom. And I did all these other little like ninja tricks. And then Diana Ross says, I'm going to call a couple people up on stage. This is going to be so amazing. I'm thinking, no, my mom can't get up on stage. She's got a cane. She, there's no way from where we are. We are way too far back to get her up there. This is not going to happen. So she goes through. She has these two people go up. They dance with her. They get these big, massive hugs. It's awesome. And then she says, okay, then you know, I'm done. This has been so great. And all of a sudden, I'm like, okay, I go right back into my own G zone my own gift zone, my own great zone. And I focus in on her and I'm like, no, you're not done. And I realize at that point, I raise my arm and you know what she does? She raises her arm and we, I know now we are absolutely in rapport. Like this is, there is no doubt. So I literally say, I need you to come down and meet my mom. I don't say it, I think it. 
So all of a sudden she says, you know what? I'm going to do something that I don't usually do. I'm going to come down. I'm going to walk down. And so she starts to do this and she starts to sing not her own song, but Gloria Gaynor, I Will Survive. And I'm like, no way, this is so good. I will survive, mom's gonna live. This is the best thing ever. And she beelines right to my mom. And she, my mom is like, ah! she gives my mom this gigantic hug. She talks in my mom's ear. She says something, she keeps singing. I mean, this is like the most incredible experience. And then she kind of, you know, walks back up on stage and I'm just like losing my mind. I'm like, oh, and my mom is like, how'd you do it? Oh my God. <laughs> so it ends up that we leave, you know, we go, um, we're on such a high for about two weeks and then we end up going to the doctor's office and the doctor kind of delivers the, the final blow, which is, you know what, it's moved now into her bones. It's moved everywhere. And I'm like, what? My intuition said, Diana Ross, I will survive. She sang a song that wasn't even her own to my mom. Like, what the heck? And this was the, the gauntlet of like, you're done. Like, Jujubean, you're, this is a, like, unfortunately, there's nothing more we can do for you. So about six months later, I am sleeping and I wake up to, I will survive, literally in the middle of the night, the song. And I realize that Diana Ross was not singing that to my mom. She was actually singing it to me. Mm. She was telling me, cause I never dreamed I could survive without my mom. She was literally my rock through a ton of relaunches I haven't even shared with you. I had a near death experience and crossed over and you know, it was terrible. So my mom was that person for me. And so it brings me back to this voice hearing if we give ourselves a moment to just stop, to just pause, to be able to be comfortable with the silence, it's then that your wise woman will talk to you. And for everyone that has trusted in their intuition and it didn't work out, right? Like mine, maybe it's how you are interpreting what happened that's actually what was wrong. Because your intuition, your wise woman is always right. And she's always saying amazingly nice, beautiful things to you. The reverse is your ego, who's beating the hell out of you. So hopefully that helped a little bit. <laughs> yeah, no, there was so much goodness in there. And I really liked how you were so insistent, like, you're like, okay, she's going to meet Diana Ross. I don't care. And even though everybody kept telling you, nope, not going to happen, you know, mm -hmm. and it seemed like all these doors were being slammed in your face. And so it would have been easy to be like, uh, what's the point of going? It's just not going to happen. You know? So I like that you were, you persevered because so often we, especially as women will think like, oh, we got to know, you know, we don't want to, exactly. we don't want to bother them or it's just how it is. But I think your perseverance, I love that. And then also how you said about interpreting it's mm -hmm. so often are, we're getting our dreams. We're getting all these things that we want and they're right in front of our face, but we're just not seeing them because it wasn't the way that we envisioned them happening. So I think that's so powerful. So thank you for that. 
Mm. And so what I'd love to be able to do is I did use a process yeah, yeah. that I didn't get into, but I used a process, the tune in process, four steps, and I consistently went back to that process over and over and over again. And that is why Diana Ross got off that stage and came down and met my mom. So I want to do, yeah. I want to take you through it. Yeah, let's dig in on here. And every single person out there, this is a process that you can use anytime during the day. You can use it before you go um, on stage, before you go uh, into a business meeting, before you go into a budgeting meeting, before you look at your financials. You can use it all the time. And the more you use it, it's like a muscle, the better you're going to get at it. All right. And everybody can become a master. That's the best part. Okay. It doesn't have to be like, oh, she's good, but I'm not. No, there's none of that, like, you know, self sabotage here. Okay. So the tune in process is this Albert Einstein said, you can't solve a problem at the level it was created. But he also said, you can't solve a problem. And in the future, it will be based around energy that energetically you have to be at a higher level to really consciously solve the problem. Now, it took me a gazillion years to figure out what the heck that actually meant. And what that means is basically when you have a problem, when you have a challenge, or even when you have an intention, like mine could have been a challenge of getting my mom to meet Diana Ross or Diana Ross, or it could be an intention. I'm going to have this happen. This is the outcome. But what we want to make sure we're doing is there's a challenge. So you're at a lower level of energy and emotions have an actual energy attached to it. They have a vibration attached to it. Everything has a vibration. And so what we want to be able to do when we want things to come to us, when we want answers, when we want specific direction of what should I do, we have to elevate our energy. We have to get to a higher level, our best version of ourself, our higher self in that three HQ model. But how do you do that? Like everyone says, oh yeah, you know, you gotta be, you gotta be in a more positive state. Well, how do you do it? So the tune-in process gets you there and it can get you there in less than two minutes. So Marie, step one is identify a challenge that you have or an intention. So what challenge, let's just stick with business. What challenge do you have right now in your business? Um, it would be determining if I want to pivot or not. Okay. That is awesome because so many people right now with the world and AI and all these different things, like, is this really where you're supposed to be or should you be looking at something new? Right? Right. Awesome. So that's your challenge. So then step two, that's your challenge. So it's a low level of energy attached to it. We want to up level you. And what we want to do is change your channel. Step two is change your channel and tune in, tune into a song that absolutely lights you up, that when you hear it, your energy automatically goes higher. Okay. So do you have a song that when you're listening, it, you're like, whoa, I love this song. I'm so fired up. What would that song be? Yeah. For me, it would be, um, this is me from the greatest showman. Okay. This is me from the greatest showman. All right. So you can either do, put it on your phone and start listening to it. Or because a lot of times you're going to tune in when there are other people around, you're going to play it in your head. So right now, Marie, I want you to play tune in 
tune into This Is Me. Play and tune into This Is Me by The Greatest Showman, okay? I want you to take it from your head to your toes, but while doing so, if you're listening to it, you're not sitting all stiff, you're moving. You're starting to move your body. You're moving your head. You're moving your feet. You're standing up sometimes. I'm like, sometimes I tell people, turn off the video, turn off the Zoom and let's just let's just embrace this moment. And I say, do it for at least 30 seconds or until you feel like your vibration, like you're tingling, like you're like, yeah, I'm in that zone, okay? So right now you're tuning in up a bit. This is me. Turn it up and you can close your eyes and have it what like literally a wave is going through you. Move your body, move your body. And that's step two. Step three. Step three is now I want you to, and remember step one is in your head. I got this challenge. Step two is you're, you're elevating yourself to a higher self. So that's energy. So that's higher self. Now I'm going to take you to the heart and I want you to really think about what would it look like to you if you absolutely knew exactly what you should be doing. You could visualize emotionally how that would feel and you can visualize in your head, all right, I'd be maybe doing this. All right. So I want you to think of an image where if you pivoted absolutely to the right thing, you could be sitting at your desk, you're just jamming, you're in your G zone, you're like, yeah, I'm doing this. And here's the thing, there's a color, and this, there's so much neuroscience that I'm building into it, but we don't have time for me to explain every angle. But I want you to see a color in this image of you jamming, of your, your inner G zone, you've pivoted, you're like, yes, oh my God. What color really is coming to your mind right now? What color is it? Orange. Orange. I want you to intensify the orange. 10X that orange. Now I'm going to ask you to close your eyes and you are going to visualize right now that 10X, that intensified orange. It might be a shirt. It might be something in the background. It might be like an overall hue. You're going to see yourself. You're going to feel it. And I'm going to ask you to open and close your eyes like as if you are the shutter on a camera. You're going to take an internal selfie of you and that picture. And the way you're going to do it and the way we're going to anchor this is I'm going to say the word click three times. You open and close your eyes, taking that internal picture. You are hazing out what is on the outside because that doesn't matter. Okay. Are you ready? Click. Open and close your eyes. Click open and close your eyes. Click, open and close your eyes as you're taking the final picture. Now you literally have a photo album, a photo album that you can now go back to. You can pick the favorite picture, put it on the cover of the photo album. You now have that. So now we're going to tune back into This Is Me, tune back into that song. You're seeing that picture. And step four is what can you do right now to create the forward momentum to be actionable, to be taking action like we did with the state change? What could you do right now? Tune back into the song, even turn it up a little bit more. What could that be? What could that be right now that you could do right today in order to get you one step closer to that image of you 
in your G zone? Uh, set up a local event. Set up a local event. Okay, so that needs to happen today. Now that's kind of a big one. So I would even ask you to go back a little bit more because that could be a little overwhelming. I want you to think of what could be that first step to setting up a local event. Uh, just reaching out to the facility or the place to host it. That's it. Reach out, decide. Here's a couple different opportunity places that could be. And then making sure that you call now. The next time when you're going back into this, maybe it's now like, okay, what do I really need to be presenting at that? You tune back in with that same song because now you're pivoting. Is this right? Is this direction is all part of that one song and that changing the channel. And we want to keep going back to that throughout the day before you do anything that is involved in that event you're gonna be tuning in. Now, here's the thing, for everyone out there, you can do this before your meetings, before anything on your calendar, put a two minute, put on your phone at you know five minutes of the hour or you know whenever it is for you during the day that you're gonna tune in. And you may have a few different songs that are going. Like when I'm looking at creatively bringing something out of me that I know I want to have resonate with my audience, I tune in to the same song and it's my creative song. Then I have another one when, you know, I'm kind of like, I, 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 wanna, I wanna land the message on a stage. That's another song. Then I've got my big, big wild dream like I had with Diana Ross and that had one song. So as you get more familiar and you might have a song of the day, make it easy for you, right? But here's the thing go today and do this where step one figure out you got a challenge label it you got an intention label it that's step one step two change the channel elevate your energy by picking that song and tuning in step three visualize what it would look like emotionally charging it color charging it click charging it and step four while you're elevated, here it is, Einstein coming back to you, you now get it. You can't solve a problem at the level it was created. That's when you level yourself up and you say, what could be that action? And that's listening to the wise woman because you know what you need to do, just like you did. I need to get you know, the, the venue. So that's it. Yeah. That's the tune in process. I love it. And, you know, I think that there's just not enough it's not talked about enough about raising your energy and how you have to be intentional about it. If you're not intentional, it's not going to happen. But I think we look at people and we're like, oh, they're just naturally high energy or they're that's just their personality. It's in their blood, that kind of thing. But we don't realize, wait, we have a lot more control over it. 100%. And recently I went to a Brendan Bruchard event. I don't know if you know who that is. Of course. Was, yeah, it was a growth day event. And he really talked about raising your energy. We did like Kagong or Chagong and we were like tapping our arms and everything. And like, I felt really high energy. And I was like, what? Totally <laughs> like, I, 100%. Yeah. It's it, not it even so like, helpful. even even time management. Like people are like coming to me and they're like, oh, you know, I have no time. I'm so busy. You know, I'm being busy, being busy. It's like, can we just stop that? It has nothing to do with time management. It's energy management. You start to manage your energy efficiently, effectively, you start to get so much more done. 
and you're doing it at a level that you're gaining more leads, you're gaining more sales, your conversions are going. I mean, it directly impacts everything. Is there something you could tell us either how this has changed your life or like a client of yours, how it's changed them? Oh, so great. So I'll give you a client because my life has changed in so much that I, I literally am living my my dream life in all of the areas because I tune in and use through HQ. But a great example, I had a client come to me and she, I, I work with C-suite executives, I work with managers, and I work with entrepreneurs. So it's the same process for everybody, right? And this woman had recently been let go from a C-suite uh, job. And she was really, you know, it was tech. Tech is being hit hard right now. She was told by at least 18 people, there are no jobs. There are no jobs. And so I took her through Tune In. And I am so excited. Again, I have chills on my arms right now. I'm so excited to say that using the Tune In process, and again, there's more to it with 3HQ, she just landed the best job of her life. It was everything that in step three she visualized and again clarity is everything and and sometimes gaining clarity you need assistance to really get there but everything and so she texted me on sunday it was more than she like even wanted but we we put out there that hey it's this or better right it's this or better it's not getting up on stage with diana ross because mom couldn't do that. It's getting Diana Ross to come down to her, <laughs> right? right? This or better. And so that is just one of like, another woman um, had really had struggles. And I take women from five figures to six figures to seven to literally selling your company for 250 million. Any, any of these, because it's all the same process. It's working for you. And this woman came and went to actually one of my free challenges and then joined our course and within i believe it was like 21 days had gone from literally struggle i call it the struggle bus being that like up and down up and down up and down revenue that she initially her best month she had ever had was 5k and she had her first 30k month nice and this is what it's about and 30k you know might be like oh my god mind-blowing or maybe it's 300k right it's it's one and the same it's when you really understand. And again, I talked to you about, I grew up in corporate. I grew up in like tech. It was so left brain, logical steps, procedures, strategies. That's all well and good. And I have all that. In my six month fired up entrepreneur course, we go into everything. We use AI in every single area of the business, but it's the other areas that are really going to take you up to that next level and keep you there. That's where it's like, Hillary, I finally have gotten off the relaunch roller coaster. I can't get you away from all relaunches because they're going to happen, but I can definitely give you a way to get through them gracefully. So good. So Hillary, will you tell us how can we get in touch with you? How can we find your book, all the things? Ooh, so good. Okay. First off, everyone, Go to our website and take the 3HQ quiz. And the website is therelaunch.com. Therelaunch.com, scroll down a bit, there's the quiz. You get the 3HQ, you'll see where you are. Are you like predominantly in your head, heart, higher self? And then it gives you a couple little free videos from me that you know kind of get you thinking about these things. And then next, after you're done, 
sign up for the free challenge. Be one of my testimonials. Be one of the women that I are, you know, or men that I'm like, ah, you know, this is so good. Um, you know, this is what it does for you. And then to get the book, you can go to Amazon and it's relaunch, spark your heart to ignite your life. And please, if you're over on Instagram, DM me. And here's the thing. If you're starting to use TuneIn, just put in the DM, I'm tuned in. I'm tuned in and you will get a note back from me. And I just want to, you know, again, it's peak performance habits. And this is by far after working with, um, you know, I've, I've done uh, people that have done Ironman numerous times, CEOs, um, execs, people in entertainment, you name it. And you talked, you asked me at the beginning, ordinary or badass. This is a badass habit. Nice, nice. And remind me the website for to try it's to, to sign up for the, the challenge. The it's www.therelaunch.com. Okay, perfect. Therelaunch.com. So I'll throw that in the show notes. And let's end with a tip to encourage women who are in the arena fighting for the life that they want. Ooh, okay. The tip is tune in. Stop tuning out. Tuning out isn't going to get you to wear that gold belt, the winner's belt. It's not going to get you to be the wonder woman of your life. Tuning in. Start today. Build up. Dear friend of mine, John Asaraf, who was in The Secret, he, he says, inner size as much as you exercise. I say, start to inner size today. Build up the muscle. And you will be able to send me a DM at the Relaunch Co. Instagram at the Relaunch Co. And you're going to say, you know what, Hillary? I did the tune in process. This is what happened. Guarantee. I haven't had one person not be able to have something happen. So I challenge, I challenge everyone out there. Let's do this. Nice. Thank you so much, Hillary. You've been a total badass and I've enjoyed hearing your story. Ray, it's been so much fun. Thanks for having me. And with that, we'll end our show. To all the badass women out there staying in the arena, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, own it and get after it. Now that you've listened to this episode of Ordinary to Badass, we want to hear from you. Go to our website, ordinarytobadass.com slash podcast and submit your own experience on how you took your life from ordinary to badass and get the chance to be on a future spotlight episode of the show. That's ordinarytobadass.com forward slash podcast. While you're waiting for the next episode of the show, wipe off the sweat, dust off the dirt and get back in the arena.